Welcome, professional wrestling fans, to the PW Fan. This is Vince McMahon. All right, that's not. Welcome to the <laughs> PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 79. I am your hump. I am your hump. I am your host, your grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician. Back for another week, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the Architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Booker Andy. Booker. I'm also your host, the No Selling Wrestling Indie Fan and Football Lover, Jeremy. Well, boys, it is good to be back. Um, I'm excited for episode 79. Let's talk about what we're going to go over today. Today, we are going to be talking about Vince McMahon Returns, uh, Raw After Mania, FTR, and more. Uh, but first, I say this every week, go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button. We need your guys' help. It really goes a long way for us, and uh, we really, really appreciate it when you do that. We got merch on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PWFan. Five shirt designs total, three different PWFan logo shirts, and two Booker Andy shirts. Um, for all other social for all other social media, you want to just look up at the PWFan, and we uh, should pop right up there where uh, you can add us and subscribe and do all that stuff. And well, Andy, we got things to talk about, man. I'm gonna pass it over to you. Let's get started on the show this week, episode 79. Vince McMahon is back in Korea. I'm back, pal. Control. Surprise, pal. Get, pal. Um. <laughs> so, God, I mean, it's gonna be a theme of this show this week. And so, I mean, we're gonna talk about him, but. Um, he's going to be involved in kind of everything WWE-wise we talk about. So he's back in control. Apparently he's been unhappy with uh, creative decisions, which I don't know how you can be unhappy with them when WWE has been making more money. It's been making more money than, like, ever, or at least in recent history. It was the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Their gate was the biggest of all time. Which doesn't make any sense that he comes back and then immediately budget cuts start to happen again. Yep. So let's get into the first roll after Mania, and Vince was involved in this one. He no, was he wasn't role? involved. He was, he was in control. Yeah. He was in control. He was in control. This is Vince's Apparently show. Triple H was doing. Triple H was basically doing creative busy work, is what I read. Um, well, did you want to mention about the sale? And, and we mentioned the sale though? last. Well, what's his position in the sale? We mentioned the sale last. Well, he's time. the he's the co position? president of that whole group now in Denver. Endeavor. Oh no. Yeah. So him and the other guy. And so that was okay. him he's and that other guy. Yeah. Side of it basically is what. Yeah, doing. yeah. And so I'm, I'm guessing that's why he wanted to push for his sale because then he could be back in control of like that company, which controls WWE, which now he controls everything. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, on things like the bump, the live stream for that, there was nothing but hashtag fire events going on the <laughs> yeah, entire right. stream. Um, yeah. And Twitter. And so this, look, let's get into this Raw after Mania because it was not as great as it could have been. Um, started off by saying what wasn't there. I know something with Bailey got cut, um, which she doesn't seem to be happy about. Seth Rollins yeah. had a backstage segment, and he was going out there, and then it went to commercial, and nothing ever happened. 
He was basically on the back. Yeah, and did you like, see the... You know, the party's out there, and then there's a video online of him talking to yeah. one of the production guys and leaning over, and does he, like, throw the mic down, or he's pissed that his segment was... Yeah, well, he had the mic still, and then I guess they told him, like, I don't know what they... I guess they cut the segment, right? Yeah, it's, it was completely gone. Yeah. It was like a and very last the mic and then Because he walks out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into what was on the show. Triple H opened the show and talked about, you know, like how we said it was the biggest WrestleMania of all time and um, just basically thanking the WWE universe. Um, and then he introduced Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns came out with Paul Heyman and Solo. Um, shortly after Cody came out and they had a promo back and forth, Cody, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was pretty much saying that, um, he had him. He said, you know that I had you, um, you know, he had the win and Solo got involved and. You never had um, me. I lived my life a more quarter mile for- at a time. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, um, so he he mentions the word rematch, and Heyman says no, and Roman says no, and then um, he says, well, we should do something. He says tag match, and they said yes to that, but it has to be, or if you, whoever becomes your partner, just know that they, um, if they decide to team with you, they will never have an opportunity to face Roman Reigns as uh, while Roman Reigns is champion um, ever for the title. So, um, before Cody even picks, Brock Lesnar comes out, his music hits. He comes to the ring, there's a bunch of weird hugging going on between Brock and Cody. Aggressive it's, hugging. it's like aggressive hugging. And uh, <laughs> tag match is announced as the main event, which we will talk about later. So, um, the reason why Brock came out and why it works for this part of the story is because Brock's loss to Roman at Mania, part of the deal was if he loses, he'll never be able to face Roman for the title. Yeah. Do you guys still think it's slam. a good idea? Do you guys still think it's a good idea that Cody did not win? Okay. I, I wrote th- some things down for this. If you want to get into it now, I'm going to get into the main event. All right. Let's just do it. So I mean, we can make, wait until the main event then, I guess, if you want that. That's... That. I'll just say now before we talk about what happened in the main event. So, I was watching right. last night the new episode of Biography Legends on Annie, and it was on Dusty Rhodes. And oh, yeah. During that, during that, I made a little connection. During that, um, <laughs> Cody and Dustin Rhodes are talking about Dusty's um, feud with Flair, and Tim will have some insight on this as well. He's talking about his feud with Flair. And the first time him and Dusty faced off, Flair was the champion, and Dusty lost. He was his eye was cut open. They had to stop the match. Uh, he comes back, and you get the big part of the story is Flair is the man at the time in this wrestling world. Um, but he comes back, and it's loss after loss after loss with Dusty, and Cody says it's the definition of the chase. And he said when he won, he's like people are losing their minds because they were in on the chase with him. So, Flair is the man then. Roman is the man then. It took a bunch of losses for Dusty to finally win the title. Now, if they're kind of doing something similar, 
can this fan base stick with Cody throughout the losses? Yeah. That's the difference. But it just made me wonder. I was like, this is literally like a kind of a mirror of what's going on or could be going on with Roman and Cody. Yeah, because I get that point about like having him like go it's through the, like, of the, the hard times. Yeah. yeah, his own hard times, basically. Yeah. After that hard first time, when he comes back and does the hard times promo. Hard times yeah. is Tim, when you go and you. Well, I was going to just tell you if you stop interrupting me, I was going to tell you that hard times. <laughs> hard times is when you start your own company, baby, and then. You get a little too big for your britches, and then you come back to the big leagues, and then you lose the Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for smashing a, a throne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much where I'm at with it. But, uh, no, I, I like the continuation of the story. I'm just, I don't know, Jeremy. I get what you're saying in retrospect. I'm like, uh,. Man, think about how cool that Raw would have been with him coming out with like a new title or getting presented the Winged Eagle or something. What if it? Yeah. What, what if their first match hadn't happened at Mania? Would you feel less mad about it? It'd be different then, because if it was like a Royal Rumble or something like that, and then he lost, and then they had a rematch at WrestleMania, then I'd be okay with him losing and winning then. Right. But it's like this is like I don't want another year build to these two. Kevin Nash apparently thinks Roman should be champ for the next eight years. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, if you, uh, he's like, if you're at 950, you want to get to a thousand. He's like, if you get to a thousand, and you're looking at people like Bob Backlund who had it for years. He's like, he's like, screw it. He's like, I'm down for you to go eight years. He's like, break that streak too. But I disagree with you, Kevin Nash. What do you know about the business, brother? <laughs> He doesn't know nothing about the business, brother. <laughs> but uh, let's. So that's why I wanted to say about that. I mean, but we will get to the main event and talk about it. Imagine, imagine Kevin yeah. Ash's face. Not that he ever would, but just imagine him hearing me say that and like what his face would look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's continue the show. Kevin, we know you're listening. Um, he's Ray a big, he's actually out. a big listener of the show. Yeah. He's he has a Booker Andy shirt, too. He has all the shirts, he does. actually. He told me himself. He is, uh, except Ray he comes out the Andy and put Booker Nash. <laughs> Ray comes out. Like duct tape over it? Yeah. Like Kevin <laughs> Owens. promo about... <laughs> Ray Mysterio comes out. He cuts a promo <laughs> about the Hall of Fame. Uh, and then Austin Theory comes out. And this leads to a match of Theory versus Ray. And the winner was Austin Theory. Um, afterwards, Dominic beats up Ray, and uh, Bad Bunny's in the audience, and Dom tries to hit Bad Bunny, but Bunny hits Dom instead. And then Damian Priest tosses Bad Bunny over the barricade and takes him out and puts him through an announce table. Now, like I said before, their next pay-per-view backlash is going to be in Puerto Rico, and I assume it's going to be Ray teaming up with him to take on Dominic and Damian Priest. Who's also Puerto Rican? See, Bad, Bad Bunny is actually—he actually can go for a guy who's never really I done it. Took a hell of a bump on the outside when he yeah. got tossed over the barricade. Yeah, he's good at that. But you know, sometimes like 
maybe taking it seriously comes from uh, him being a longtime fan of it. He's not just some celebrity that doesn't care about it. He's actually watching. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. So. You can tell when like a celebrity comes in, they care about it or watched mm-hmm. it before. Uh, we had Kevin Owens and Sammy come out um, following their win at Mania the night or two nights before. Street Profits come out, and this leads to a match between the two. So Kevin and Sammy successfully defended their uh, new titles for the first time. Uh, we mentioned some of the cut segments. Uh, Bianca Belair comes out, and then uh, Rhea Ripley ends up coming out. And it seems like a little tease, like, eventually we'll get these two going at it, either for both belts, kind of like Roman has, or just somewhere down the line. Because it's been yeah. a while since they've faced each other, so. Um, we have The Miz, and he's out in the ring. He's complaining about everything that happened to him at Mania. And then we have a return. And the return is Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle comes out and takes out the Miz. Miz was sick of getting beat up, and he got exactly that. I kind of feel bad for the Miz. <laughs> Dude, they're just putting it down. But apparently, Riddle's, you know, everyone's watching Riddle closely in the back. That's what I read. I wonder in why. the back? Yeah, I wonder why. Oh. So, but Matt well, Riddle is back, guys. He's it's like, funny that he's in the same oh. company as Dana White again. Yeah, ironic. He's in the same company as what? Dana White. Yeah, I mean, now Brock, him, um, Ronda. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other people that... I mean, Lashley was in Bellator, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... I didn't really think about that. You know, what I think is going to happen, any crossover type stuff, it's not going to be crossover of people competing. It'll just be promoting people in the audience. Yeah. Or announcers promoting the next UFC pay-per-view. Or UFC announcers promoting, you know, the next wrestling pay-per-view. But Dana White has said there's not going to be any actual crossover, like, competing. He said that yeah. uh, earlier this week. Let's get to the main event, though. Um, I don't know why I thought it was actually going to be cool. Um, <laughs> things were going to go as planned. Why'd you have hope, Andy? I don't know. Yeah, don't do that. Because maybe I didn't know tr- Vince was going to have his hands all over it, but I'll add something yeah. to it once we talk about what happens. So Brock and Cody versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa is supposed to be the main event. I say supposed to be because when everyone's in the ring and they're doing the announcing, Brock turns heel and for like five to ten minutes straight absolutely destroys <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Massacres him. Um, I loved yeah. it. That was bad too. You I loved, loved it. it. I loved yeah, it. he destroys Cody. Roman is basically like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and him and Solo and Heyman go away. Um, he does some F5s. He takes him through the table. He uses stairs on him. He F5s him onto the stairs. He acts like he's going to leave and come back. Absolutely destroys him. What I don't like about this is that I think Corey Graves or someone said 
or Way Barrett said, I think on SmackDown. Yeah, it was that. He said Brock. He's like, he's like, what I heard backstage is Brock was mad that his match went on first. That's the dumbest oh, yeah. fucking reason <laughs> to go after Cody Rhodes. Yeah, like he's that angry about it. Yeah. Um, now I had read that the plan for Cody to feud with Brock was in the works way before Vince coming back. Yeah. Brock and Cody are, are, were supposed to feud. Um, obviously, they knew Cody for a little while was going to lose, and so think about Cody's next thing. Then they brought up, then Brock became the plan. So this wasn't, I don't think, a Vince thing. This was already in the works. But maybe it's part of his chase of getting back to facing Roman. Yeah. People did compare it to Cena, what was it, like 2012? Yeah. Yeah, where he had like the same look at WrestleMania, and then on Monday he got destroyed by Lesnar, which actually was his first time returning, I think, after a while. And wow. it was Who did he awesome. lose to at WrestleMania? The Rock? Cena? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he lost to The Rock. Yeah. And then the next night, Brock came out. Yeah, Tim was watching that stuff live at the time. I, I wasn't watching. Yeah, I mean, I was heavily... Yeah, that was crazy when Brock came back that time. I Okay, I was 21 or 22. 22. When Brock came back, and I don't know why I remember that, because I just do, uh, that era of my life. And, uh, dude, when that music hit, when John when John Cena was basically like, I've done all of the, you know, I've done, he did the classic, I've People done all People know Brock was coming back, do. though. I mean, no. it was the, I mean, it was a rumor. Like, me, fans like me and, like, my friend Kyle and, like, his brother, like, we all, like, would read. We were, like, heavily into the internet, but, like... It was like one of those things with like It wasn't we'll like now. It was like we'll believe it when we see it, you know. Like there were signs in the it, audience. I remember when you watched the video of the return. Yeah, because there was all these rumors, but like nowadays, you know, you see the guy in the airport, they get on Twitter and like it's like in 3 seconds everybody knows, but like I don't know. Even back then when yeah. you could do that even back then, but I swear it like wasn't as easy to that information didn't spread as fast. Yeah. So, um, I assume. I mean, normally isn't backlash like kind of rematches of Mania? Because I doubt it's going to be Roman and Cody. Usually, at backlash. It is. this one could be different though. Maybe it's Cody getting back at Brock, but I feel like Brock's going to win, and then Cody suffers another loss. Yeah. He has to climb his way back up to the top. I don't know. I can only take so many Cody crying promos. Oh, God. And if he keeps doing I that after every Rusty, loss. Uh, talking about her. Yeah, it was dope. Him and Dustin. Cody's really yeah. good into the big, like, he does the big gulp, like the swallow, when he, uh, you, know, like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, looks around and he's like. He, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's his go-to move when he's about to cry. Yeah, his acting paid off for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, being on Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, towards the end of the Brock segment, Brock, it ends with Brock standing at the top of the ramp and gives two middle fingers to Cody. So that's kind of, that's how they went off the air. Um, so let's get into Dynamite. Dynamite was... Uh, Okay. 
It was will, up and down. I will say this. Me and Jeremy were talking before we started recording. This week's episode of All Access was give it a thumbs up. Liked it. It's a good show. It was good. All right. I, I, watch it. I'll be fair like my friend and Corey. If you're like my friend Corey, who <laughs> watches Dynamite sometimes, but doesn't really know everyone, it gives you an insight to kind of learn the people a little bit more. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's a good point. But this week definitely focused on Sammy Guevara, probably the most, and him and Kingston. Yeah, they talk about what what they talk about the relationship with him and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston talks a little bit. Um, so Dynamite this week uh, opened up with Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson. And before the match even starts, which I guess I could say never happens, uh, the match never started <laughs> because uh, Jay White's music hits, and it looks like AEW has signed Jay White. I mean, that's, that's a good signing. They come out. It's, he a, comes it's out a good signing, but it's like back. it's a good signing, but it's like, come on, like we all didn't know that was eventually going to happen. I mean, I well, apparently WWE had some some stuff for Jay White, but they never really got back yeah. to him in time. And then I'm sure the Vince thing didn't help. <laughs> so yeah, like, apparently they said it. like they had like bad communication. Yeah, they, yeah, apparently the communication between them was really bad, and so um, so the match never happens, and Jay White and uh, comes out and attacks and helps Juice Robinson. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Jer- Chris goes backstage and he makes a promo about Adam Cole. Um, I think we were right in thinking last week that that's where the next feud is. Um, but Keith Lee walks up, you know, talks about how he knows Adam Cole and has competed against him. And uh, Keith Lee looks like he's like 50 or 60 right now. Dude, it's crazy. Right yeah. Well, we'll have a match next week for the first time ever Keith Lee versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, we saw a little like backstage video. Nothing was said, but showed Christian and out of this red lighting and smoke, Luchasaurus is back. Yay! Awesome. I just like Luchasaurus so much more when he was a babyface. Yeah. What with when is uh, he Jurassic Ex- Express? Yeah. No, bring Marco Stunt back. It was fun. They just throw him around. <laughs> He says on his Instagram, I'm fun-sized. Yeah. I hate that. Uh, so do you guys want to know what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard? Oh, my God. I saw that you wrote this down in the notes, and I was like, what? You want to know what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard? That was a pretty good impression. It was really good, actually. That's going to that's gonna be the sound clip of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he asked it on Dynamite. He asked it on Rampage this week, and he uh, says it all the time when he, they interview them. He goes, "You wanna know?" <laughs> so he asked that, and um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> well, the big question is, with them—wait, hold on, hold on. Can you also do the sports entertainment? How he how he says that too? What's the what's it say before that? It's like Jericho appreciation society is. Yeah, I said I don't remember. Uh, Sports. And it dangerous. And it dangerous. So Andy loves I don't know Andy how loves Daddy this. Magic. 
Daddy man. <laughs> you want to know. Oh. <laughs> um. So I don't know why they're asking this. I don't know where they're getting to, but everyone's the announcers are saying, will the acclaimed join JAS? Are they going to have a match to figure that out? They asked. They asked that, or they asked um, them last week. I think it was the JS about the claims, and didn't they just do like a promo this time, and then didn't have a match? Yeah, I mean nothing. Nothing, you know, kind of really happened. But um, it was. Oh, never mind. Apparently, the JS re- or the claim rejected JS is what I'm reading. Oh, that's right. Because then they started beating them up. The yeah. JS. It was that's not that was on Rampage, I think. Um, so next we had the MJF day. They were in Long Island, right? Yeah. So the crowd was hot. It was hot for MJF. Um, he started off by singing on the top of stage. He was singing Pennies from Heaven. He's pretty good. Um, before he, uh, so he was singing at the top, saying Pennies from Heaven before accepting a key to the town of Oyster Bay. Um, I believe it was, was it the mayor that gave it to him? Because the crowd booed they the They said the supervisor. Oh, okay, well, the crowd booed the shit out of him. They don't seem to like it. Yeah, I was like, is, is that is that real? Like, is that guy actually, like, the supervisor of the whatever town? Yeah, Oyster Bay supervisor Joe Salandino yeah. uh, presented the AEW world champion with a key to the town and proclaimed April 5th to be MJF Day. That's fine. Um, That's probably why MJF was trying to help him out too. He was like, he's like, he's giving me the keys. Like, don't mess up, don't mess this up for me. He's like, stop booing him. Um, so he he started. Uh, MJF ran down his old school teacher, and he asked people, "Let's clap it for ADD, huh? Who's got it?" Talking about his ADD and that school teacher. He got an ADD chant going too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so, uh, after the promo about the school teacher, Mrs. Benedict, um, who he, who told his class, uh, not to be like MGF and he's basically like, look at me now. I have the key to the town. Um, he's walking back up the ramp and asks, you know, if they want to hear another song and one of the band members hits the symbols together and MJF calls him an idiot and he's like, we went over this for hours. And it's revealed that it's Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and they start brawling, but MJF um, ends up uh, getting the best of Perry, and um, he, I think he used the dynamite ring while, while attacking him. Um, I mean, it was, the brawl was okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was more of the crowd reaction. Was it worth me. adding to the segment? Didn't yeah. do much. The segment was already, you know, people were hyped about it without this being added. Um, Ethan Page had a match against Hook, and Matt Hardy turned on him. Turned on Ethan Page. And uh, Isaiah Cassidy, is that the member of Private Party that was with him? I yeah. I don't remember who's who. I haven't seen the yeah, other guy in a while, I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, I haven't seen him either. But looks like but they're also, back together. Do you think- do you think Matt Hardy turning face is because his actual brother? Well, Matt Hardy might be cleared in five to six weeks. It said we might be seeing Jeff in six to eight weeks. 
Sir six and, eight. And the picture that Tim Let's, had sent me of Jeff, the way he looks crazy oh. is because he had eye surgery. He had yeah, eye surgery. That's why. Is if. But Tim's like, it's do just, we need Jeff Hardy back? No, it's just like, dude, I, I, you don't. <laughs> uh, hang on. L- let me think of the right you ways. You want to know <laughs> what makes Jeff Hardy's <laughs> you wanna liver know hard? Do you want to? Do you want to know? Do you want to know what makes <laughs> talk wrestling Tim Tim's Gilbert's nipples, nipples sad and soft? <laughs> so when what's when you see your favorite wrestlers? Hey, Dad, if you're listening to this one, <laughs> Dad, if you're listening, my nipples are sad and soft. Um, just seeing my my favorite wrestlers come back and just. Look terrible. It just bums me out. Like Shawn yeah. Michaels. Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time. He, I kiss the ground he walks on as a wrestling fan. But when he I came wish back, he never. Tim was like, ah. I was. I wish he never did the Saudi Arabia match. It bummed me out so bad. Oh like, my god, me too. God. Not to mention he was bald during and just looked. Not the, I don't like want to remember any of that. I don't want to remember him being bald. <laughs> I don't want to. He was okay in the ring. There's been people that came back that have been way worse. But it hurt my soul that he was bald. I'm not going to lie. Like, in Triple H. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, we're too old to be doing this. I mean, he literally said that, the yeah. Triple H, and he started laughing. Well, with Shawn Michaels, he was on TV on NXT a couple weeks ago, and apparently he has said recently he doesn't want to be on TV anymore or anytime soon. He just wants to be in the back and do what he it's does. a good choice. Being the uh, worst promoter. Or Booker, or whatever. <laughs> that's right. So that's what makes Daddy Tim's nipples soft. It does. <laughs> My nipples get really soft thinking about what Shawn Michaels has become. <laughs> All right. I'm just kidding. Let's, let's I love Shawn Michaels, but yeah, he's not my favorite Booker in the world. Let's put it that way. And I wish he didn't do that match. So, so do you guys want to see Jeff Hardy back? Full circle about soft nipples, not really. But really for not because of yeah. him, more for his own health benefit, dude. I just feel like every time he comes back to wrestling, not yeah. not good. If him staying happen. away means he's never gonna mess up again, then yeah, stay away. And be like a good dad yeah, and like husband yeah. and stuff, then just stay home, dude. I'm, I'm <laughs> a sure good human being. I'm he's sure like, you dude, have a I lot can't even money. drive anywhere. They impounded all my cars and I can't have a license for ten years. <laughs> He's got to have money, right? <laughs> he, he doesn't seem like he was a big spender. Only when he was doing the quaaludes well, and stuff or whatever. Yeah. But like, they were doing the Hardy Boys, the Hardy Boys, and just remember merchandise checks at one point were so huge. Some people were well, making more. Jeff hasn't been getting paid were. this whole time, by the way, that he's been gone. Yeah, but I'm saying, dude, I mean, he was the most popular tag team for like 20 years and sold more action figures and shirts than. You know, besides John Cena and The Rock and Stone Cold, so it's like, and they live in North Carolina. It can't be that. Gotta have money, dude. He lived in a trailer for like fifteen of those years. (laughs) He had like a trailer and a dirt bike ramp. Weird, with his weird trailer with like his aluminum mummy, aluminum mummies or whatever he called them. Illuminamis, and it just reminds reminds me. I, dude, hey, anybody? I was a fan. I love Jeff Hardy, bro. I was like the real deal. But uh, Dude, Jeff yeah, Hardy era just like, ladder match Undertaker Raw main event. Ooh. So sick. Ooh, yeah. 
But yeah, I just don't want the guy. I don't want anything bad to happen That's to him. That's what makes Daddy Andy's like, nipples hard. Is that match? What would make Daddy <laughs> Andy's? What would make your nipples soft? Jeff Hardy getting in trouble again. Yeah. <laughs> or watching Jeff Hardy uh, swanton off a ladder through another table at his age. That's true. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't even swanton. It's just a fall. Oh, off the ladder. He doesn't like. Crushing, crushing below. His arch, arch back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They say he's the heaviest 225-pounder. Yeah. Just solid. Um, yeah, when he did the swantons, and then you would see them just, like, land straight on the guy's, like, stomach. Like, that, that hurts everyone. Yeah, he stopped rolling out because it hurts him more. So he's yeah. like, sorry, guys, this is going to hurt you more than me. Um. <laughs> Let's move forward. Tony Khan, Nigel McGuinness, who is now signed with ROH. He's back in ROH as an announcer, I want to say, at least. Um, But he is back, or at least he did announcing on some of the matches or one of the matches at Supercard. Who knows? Maybe he'll wrestle again. I don't know. If anybody has, I mean, just a quick side note. If anybody's never seen the Nigel McGuinness documentary about it, his career and how his career ended, I very uh, much suggest. The, his, the one that he made? His homemade one? I don't know. WWE did one. It was really good. I think so. I think they Oh, well, there, there's one, one that's From called the, like, the last... No, there's one called like The Last Days or like The Final Tour of Nigel McGinnis that came out in like 2011 or 12 when he retired. Because he didn't get, or maybe 2013, he didn't get, he got signed to WWE and then he got a staff infection and then he didn't get the spot. But the last of it, uh, the last of McGinnis is what you're talking about. The last of McGinnis is an amazing DVD. I I actually want to get that off eBay. The one I'm talking is called "Chasing the Magic: The Nigel McGinnis Story." That's on WWE. This is was done while he was announcing for NXT UK. Um, I thought he was really good in NXT too, as an announcer. He was great. He was great. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like I said, mentioning Nigel McGuinness, Tony Khan, Nigel McGuinness, and they apparently like using Adam Cole to make announcements lately. But <laughs> AEW all in saying Bebe too AEW. much. Too much Bebe. Huh? Got to reel her back in. You're saying Bebe too much. You got to reel her back in. <laughs> Save it for the entrance, Hoss. <laughs> Uh, well, AEW All In, which is going to be a new pay-per-view, apparently, maybe just a one-time thing, is going to be at in London at the Wembley Stadium. Can they do this? That's a gigantic stadium. Do people over there buy tickets because they never know the next time that AEW is going to come over? Is that what makes it sell? It's probably a good thing. So they had they had their pre-sale, the first pre-sale, and they had 25,000 people. How much is the stadium? Easily over a hundred thousand. Easily, it's like one of the biggest stadiums in the world, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's a soccer That's where, stadium. like, it's a we'll football see. stadium. Yeah. Sorry, football stadium. Yeah. Will Osprey says, "I don't know. On I, AWL I don't think. I hope we, there's an opportunity for me. I don't know. I guess because he's honestly. From, what do you guys? From what I see, I could be wrong, but like." I don't know if they're going to have that type of audience over there to f- to even get come close to filling that bad boy. 
It can hold up to 90,000 fans for soccer matches. And I don't, this is my yeah, prediction. So then you add in like. I'm putting my prediction in, not even going to come close. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to all, you know all guess, you know but they've already sold how much in a week, Jeremy? 25,000. Okay. That'll be so, it. it just all right, so we'll do a predictions. <laughs> we'll do a pre- predictions now. It won't be sellout. It's not selling out. So well, Tim's saying not even close. Andy, not even close. Saying? I'm going it's max. Not hit 90, I'm going. And and we do not count free tickets. All right. I don't want to hear any of this at WCW <laughs> stuff where the last week before they're like, we just mailed them to people just to show up. No, that doesn't count. I'm talking about tickets sold. So baby. what's your what's your what's your number? Well, just know it's not going to be Max, 90,000. Max, just like Mania, they're going to cut off some seats for things like the stage and, and whatnot. All right. Yeah. I, I'm going max 42,000. Max. That's not it. Let me see. It's still pretty good. I want to see. It's okay. not bad. So, I'm just saying it ain't no 100. Night 2 of Mania. Night 2 of Mania this year. Right, 81,000. Um, Seats. I think yeah. it's gonna. I think it's now. gonna be thirty thousand. Forty. It's not gonna be more than forty-two. I think it's gonna be thirty though. Now, SoFi holds seventy thousand two hundred forty. They had eighty-one thousand. That's because they have floor seating for Mania, so that's yeah. where you get the extra. Yeah. But how much was cut out off from? Tickets sold, stage, not people know. in the intent, not the workers and the hot dog vendor guy and the <laughs> none of those people. I'm talking tickets sold, baby. <laughs> All right, because um, that's how I'm that's how go... they do the mania. You guys know that, right? That's how they do the mania attendance. It's everybody that is in the building, including the yeah. employees, including not just. Yeah. Yeah. It says in attendance. Yeah. Yeah, in attendance. Yeah. Um. So I'm right, in attendance though. If you're working. Generous. I'm going to be a You're little bit more shit. generous and say 60000 at least. There's no way. There's no way. Jeremy, what do you think? I can't, Tim, I can't, I can't wait to Tim, see you, what happens. You sound like Meltzer right now. There's you know, you no sound way. like Meltzer I'm when he anti- said that they couldn't sell out 10000 I'm Tim the anti-Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with I think they actually get close to it. I think they get eighty thousand. Uh, I want you to be. I want you to be right, but I just. I'm just thinking about TNA. Okay, TNA had like double the viewership that AEW does now, and they've tried stuff like this, and it was like they couldn't even sell at the local baseball field where I lived. Uh, you know, it was like that. You know what they would need like, though. They would need more people, say, like a Will Ospreay. Like a CM Punk. See, if if your main event is Omega versus CM Punk, then attendance What if you have FTR, CM Punk versus the Elite? Then again, your attendance goes up. I'm just saying what I see right now, and less people... With what they're working with. (laughs) <laughs> unless unless people are like, oh my god, AEW's only gonna come over here like once every five years, we gotta go. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know. Look at Clash of the Castle. I, I mean, they're like, this is the first pay per view over here in how long? Yeah. So there is the Puerto chance Rico's that people probably just gonna see be a sellout. Pro wrestling that you know exactly. We need to go. 
Well, South America for music and everything, dude. They go ham. They're fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. It's also um, a different world over there. So let's, let's they see how show it up to this. But they like worship people, dude. They'll like it'll be like a local band somewhere and they like show up there and they're like tearing their fucking skin off. Just being so hyped to see them. <laughs> like <laughs> ripping jackets and shit. Um let's continue though. We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe if we find out more I, I'm genuinely excited to come back. Are. And see, be like, I was wrong, man. They fucking. I want to be wrong. (laughs) Do I mean again? I got an AEW flag hanging on my wall. I got a Bullet Club hat on. I got. I usually wear an AEW hat. I'm just saying, I don't see it happening. I want to be wrong though. Make my negative energy wrong. Come on, guys, prove me wrong. (laughs) I just know if it sells out, it'll make Tony Khan's nipples hard. (laughs) So hard, dude. They're gonna cut through his shirt like little. Steak knives. Oh my god. They'll cut through other things that can help him out too. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> nose. Back to dynamite. Back to dynamite. The BCC and uh Daniel Brian Danielson uh are in the ring after the BCC beats like uh some jobber team, I believe. Yeah. Um and Danielson cuts a promo who, who, by the way, if you remember last week, he kind of turned heel. Um, so he cuts a promo about amateurs and says every, he's like, everyone that amateurs. amateurs. He said, from what I saw this past week, meaning like WrestleMania weekend and stuff, he's like, he's like we're the <laughs> only professionals out here. Basically calling everyone yeah. that performed over the weekend <laughs> amateurs. Like, we're the only real professional wrestlers out here. Um, and, Say it to uh, Roman's they're face. They're all doing this while there's an attack on Hangman going on at the time. Um, our yeah, main just ev- kept yelling, amateur. Yeah, it, it got kind of annoying after enough, baby. <laughs> um, ev- I like heel dancing, though. Yeah, I do, too. At least it's uh, sometimes I just like it different, and you know after his loss to MJF, it makes sense in the direction they're going. Though I yeah. thought he was going to go to ROH like we thought before when he said I'm going. To yeah. Work. Speaking of MJF, I don't know if you guys saw this video making its rounds on Twitter, but as an action figure collector, and Andy collects Funkos, and I know Jeremy has his collectibles that he likes too from stuff. But so imagine this: put yourself in this guy's shoes. <coughs> MJF does a meet and greet. Which you should, oh yeah you just should assume that you're, he's gonna be a dick to you, but then, dude, he signs the guy's figure, two of them, and then just throws them across the room, mitten box. I was like, oh, <laughs> Andy, that would hurt your soul. I think if you had like an MJF Funko and then he threw it across the room. Yeah. Well, I saw that one, but I also saw him ripping apart a Darby Allen one, and then tossing that. Yeah, he did a bunch of those where I was like, I would not bring anything valuable to him. No. You guys watching? No. Yeah. Told you. I told you it would happen. Sinclair must I'm have gotten at, to her. I'm looking at the uh, the uh, the Roku purple screen where it just like keeps sliding across, so no, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's loading for you. I'll tell you yeah. afterwards. Um, okay, main event and of I'm Dynamite. Was FTR. The Oakland Athletics ass. <laughs> Tim talking about baseball makes Daddy Andy's nipples soft. <laughs> soft. So soft. Um, the main event of Dynamite was FTR versus the Guns. It was titles versus career. I mean, did we all assume the winners? The winners are... So the Guns tried to get no. disqualified the entire match. That was the whole uh, kind of story being told. They kept trying to get disqualified so that they could retain their titles. Winners can I, were can FT- I just point out... FTR. Sorry, players. just real quick. I'm sorry. I was going to say, can I just point out uh, the Guns entrance? Using many men by fifty cent. Many men. Is that why everyone's talking about their entrance? Many, 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 many men. Yeah. How much you think that? I cost? actually kind of liked it. Yeah, but how much you think? So that much cost? money. So much money for that one night. Do you think it's just one night, or do you think it's just a song now? I mean, dude, if they got the licensing for Many Men by Fifty Cent, Tony Khan just dropped an insane amount of money. <laughs> Well, the elite uses carry on my way. I don't so. care. Yeah, I don't care though. But dude, many men in that get rich or die trying. If you were around in two thousand two, yeah, that that shit was huge. And Orange Cassidy uses that one song. I still. Yeah, when I when I heard that song come on, they're not fifty. That was like semi back to like those times. Remember John? Ja I'm not even ja? a rap guy. <laughs> dude, do not compare Fifty Cent to Ja Rule. That's a disrespect. <laughs> Take you to the candy shop. All right, that record does. <laughs> that record does suck. But all of his demos that I get Richard Dyer trying are awesome. So FDR are now a yeah. two-time AEW Tag Team Champions, and they're not going anywhere. Um, their career stays in AEW. And afterwards, it was cool to see Mark Briscoe comes out and gives them a hug, celebrates with them with their win. And that's how Dynamite went off the air before All Access came on. Uh, let's finish out the show, though, with SmackDown. Again, Triple H opens the show and announces that the draft will be returning. Yay. Did uh, you guys expect him to say anything? We need to get a soundboard. Stuff? Yeah, we do. We need, like, the... And then we need the little kids going... Yay! Like the old Garage Band shit, the, <laughs> the old Eye movie thing. Yay! We need that. Uh, um, yeah. So the draft's gonna be returning. Vince was not at SmackDown this week. I don't know if he even had anything involved in it in any way, whether he was, you know, there remotely. Um, they said he saw the script and made like a couple changes, but not that was like, like Raw. Raw apparently he like ripped yeah. things up. Yeah. Were you? Are you guys um, getting this info? Because I watched it too. You know, I'm not saying I, I don't. D- did you guys see Alvarez's review of that whole thing? No. Ryan's. Oh, okay. It, it was just. Sim- it was just similar to what we were reading. It. Vince made a few changes, and the uh, SmackDown was a better show, but it might have been because he made less changes. I don't know. Shout out to Brian's grandma. I think so. She's hilarious. On the show, yeah, they've ever seen a little clip of her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so after that Triple H announcement, uh, Judgment Day comes out. They address the crowd. 
Um, I believe Finn is out there, and he's talking about what a sick man Edge is, and basically just trying to say how everyone else is in the wrong for their. He's a sick man. Uh, but Rhea addresses her. Yeah, in, so I wrote, in. Rhea, addre- Rhea addresses her win. <laughs> uh, Finn addresses his loss to Edge and Dom. When Dom gets on the mic, though, dude, I was telling this to Jeremy earlier. I forget who said it, but someone said Dom may be the biggest heel in the industry right now. Dom is white hot right now. White hot. No one has the heat yeah. on him. Like me and Jeremy were saying uh, before we started recording. MJF and Roman have like the like the cool guy heat. People still like him, and people are starting to like Dom. That's what kind of sucks about this whole thing. People are like, Dom's like so <laughs> well, good. When you're that, but dude, when you're that good at something, the booze during this yeah. time lasted a long time and were loud as hell during the segment. They, just it was it was nice to watch. Yeah, just it was like actual heel erupted, dude. Erupted. Through this, uh, this stadium or not stadium arena. Um, Sami Zayn talks to Jay Uso backstage before their match, and um, you know, trying to convince Jay about Roman and I think leaving him, leave the bloodline and and whatnot, and talks about how they never had a chance to talk afterwards and. Yada, yada, yada. Kevin Owens didn't think it was a good idea. But uh, speaking of Kevin Owens, Solo, during their talk, Jay and Sammy, you hear a bunch of commotion going on, uh, like probably 20, 30 feet away from them, and it looks like Solo had attacked Kevin Owens backstage down there. This leads eventually to the main event of the show, which is Sami Zayn versus Jay Uso. Uh, winner was Jay Uso due to Solo's interference. He hit Sammy with a Simone spike in the corner, kind of similar to what he did to Cody Rhodes. Uh, afterwards, Solo attacks Sammy as Jay looks on, and Solo stops or Jay stops Solo from using the what? Nah, I mean hot take. You know, Solo Sokoa is supposed to be this like he's in the bloodline, but he's also like the lone wolf. He'll take out anybody kind of thing. Just don't buy it. He's the Batista of the bloodline. I I don't see it though. He's yeah, smaller he's than the Uso brothers. So because he comes out with a towel over his head like Taz and makes a mean face, we're supposed to think that he's like the killer of the group. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, they're all big. He's a street he's champion. That's what they call him. The street champ. He's a street champion. Street champ. Yeah. Which is also the nickname for like Jorge Masvidal. Um, You know, maybe maybe go away for a while, learn a new hold. You know, it's an upper body business. Start doing some workout, and then he has a great smile drop. Tell you that much. (laughs) Great. If anybody's ever seen, if anybody's ever seen Beyond the Mat, they know that reference I just dropped. Then you'll be in the hunt. Um, But like I was saying, Jay uh, Jay stops Solo though from using the Simone spike, making making you think you know Jay's gonna. Help out Sammy or just stop it. But nope. Jay instead super kicks Sammy himself himself and starts attacking. And then out comes Sammy's help, which is Matt Riddle. And he takes out Jay and Solo. And, uh, yeah, but why? Why? Ah, but I wrote this down. Because when Riddle got <laughs> taken off TV, 
Solo was the one that took him out. He wrapped the chair around his head and like threw him into the turnbuckle. Mm. That was how they took a Riddle key, out. So a, a key detail it makes to sense. remember. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not random. At first, I was asking myself the same question, and then yeah. I, I had to look it up because I was like, I was like, he so, was just on Raw. Why would he show up to SmackDown? Like, yeah. Do you guys think this Bloodline story has the same like impact as it did before? No, I think like we're in the next chapter. You can't. We're in the beginning of the chapter. <laughs> we got to let it play. I would say, let's let let's let the chapter things go. I think more realistically, we just finished the first book, and we're on to the second book. And sometimes the second book's not as good as the first book. Just throwing that out there. Sometimes it is. That's a good way to put it. Sometimes it is. Empire sometimes State it is, and is we will much wait. better than a new movie. <laughs> We will wait to see how it plays out. Right now, attack of the clones. Right now, this new book, this new book, starting off a little slow for me. It is. Well, but it could turn out well. Let's just see what the next book is hold for us. So that wraps it up, yeah. Tim. Do you have a classic show of the week? Dang, that went by quick. I didn't realize we were at the end. Uh, this week. Minutes? Uh, well, yeah, that is true. Um, let me see. I did have a classic show of the week today. Uh, and it was a, another WrestleMania show, just because, you know, it's that season. Uh, but the show I picked, and I don't think we've done this one, uh, is WrestleMania 2000. Kind of a weird, forgotten WrestleMania, which I guess that would technically make it WrestleMania 16. So it's you know, it's like the forgotten one that not a lot of people talk about. But I was looking at some of the matches, and dude, I mean, it's a pretty stacked card. Um, let's go through a couple here. We got oh, this is a uh, Triple H with Stephanie McMahon versus The Rock versus. This is the four corners match. There's a McMahon in every corner, so this is why I chose it actually, because with Vince coming back and the whole McMahon thing, this is a yeah. There's a McMahon in every corner. It's a fatal four way, and. Uh, What's some other good matches on here? Oh, the Intercontinental title. Uh, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, and Kurt Angle um, do a two-fall triple threat match for the Intercontinental and European title. And then there's the uh, the the first TLC match, the original. Which is, again, TLC's... Oh, I like that. The original TLC match never gets talked about, dude. I feel like everybody talks about 17... I like that European title. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's an oldie but goodie. So go back if you want to see some really not PC stuff. Uh, the Godfather is wrestling in the first match. Um, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> not PC. I'm oh! sure he'll have some. I'm sure have lots of hoes walking out with him. And uh, if you want to roll a fatty with this pimp daddy, hit us up next week for episode eighty. Everybody have a good rest of your week. Thanks for talking wrestling with us. Bye bye everybody.